Those who have ever traveled to the United Kingdom know how dreary it can be, even in the spring, as the last remnants of winter spins off of Canada and hurricane season starts up and sends low-pressure systems into the flow that makes its way to the island nations. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. Wet. Overcast. Dang. That's England, Wales, Ireland, and Scotland. But beginning June 10th of 2007, things changed. And they got a whole lot worse. This Day in Weather History. June of 2007 started out quiet enough. You had an area of high pressure to the north of the UK. This helped maintain a fairly dry, cool, easterly flow. That sounds pleasant. But on the 10th of June, this day in weather history, it all started to unravel. And this is where it all began. First, the high pressure area began to break down as an upper trough moved into the region. This would hold in the surface lows, trapping them in, triggering thunderstorms that, because of their very nature of intensity, caused flooding in Northern Ireland on the 12th of June. This again was just the start. Soon, the whole of the United Kingdom was hit with a relentless perfect storm of circumstances that led to widespread flooding. You see, later that week, a slow-moving area of low pressure from the west of Biscay moved east across the British Isles. At the same time, an associated occluded front moved into Northern England, becoming very active with peak rainfall on the 15th. With this melee of lows and upper level support, the storms continued to feed on each other and that made for massive totals. Rainfall records were broken across the region, leading to localized flooding. As it weakened, the front moved north into Scotland on the 16th and left England and Wales with a very unstable air mass, frequent heavy showers, thunderstorms, and overall cloudy conditions. This led to localized flash flooding in now these two countries and prevented significant drying where earlier rains had already fallen. What started to deteriorate from a prevailing area of high pressure on the 10th was now a full-fledged cluster of storms coming in from all angles, and now all countries that make up the UK were flooding in some way. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider, but there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective, but oftentimes they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. Right, before I move on, it must be noted that when compared to the rest of the world, UK rivers are like simple streams. So flooding is rarely of a magnitude to constitute a substantial threat to lives and livelihoods. This is especially true of the summer when flooding is extremely unusual on a regional scale. But this was no normal season, and this was certainly no normal amount of rain in one storm for this collection of countries. That June would prove to be one of the wettest months on record for Britain. Average rainfall across the country that month was 140 millimeters, also known as double the June average. Some areas received a month's worth of rain in only 24 hours. It was Britain's wettest months of May through July since records began in 1776. First of all, yes, 
Britain has been around that long to have written records dating back several hundred years. Oh, and secondly, if the year 1776 sounds familiar, it should. It was the same year that a ragtag band of expats successfully started their own country after breaking from the British monarchy. That country would go on to be known as the United States of America. And in 1776, they made it official with the signing of their Declaration of Independence. Many flooded and low-lying localities had to be evacuated, and assessment by the emergency services suggests that the summer of 2007 saw the greatest number of search and rescue missions in this country since the Second World War. In the end, 14 fatalities were linked to the flooding and many thousands of people suffered prolonged misery as a result of floodwater inundation, sometimes repeatedly, of their properties. Over 55,000 homes and 6,000 businesses were flooded and the damages cost into the billions of dollars. And it all started with a nice day, this day in weather history. Tomorrow is June 11th and I'm recounting the story of a storm system lasting over a week that created severe hail and high wind damage spanning an area in that same United States of America. <laughs> from the states of Minnesota to Texas and from Virginia to New York. That's basically half the union. We uncover the details and present an account of solid structures reduced to Swiss cheese slices. Yikes! That's tomorrow on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May. <laughs>